Welcome to the Daily Drive with Josh Downs, Christmas edition, where each weekday during the month of December, I'll be sharing thoughts, principles, insights, and activities to help you better connect more with family and friends, to better find the true meaning of Christmas, and to help you get more out of Christmas by focusing more on Christ. Good morning and welcome everyone. I'm Josh Downs and you're listening to the Daily Drive Christmas Edition or More Christ Edition where each day I'll share a brief thought, principle, and story about Christmas to help you hopefully get more out of your Christmas by focusing a little more on Christ. Just a quick update to start the show this morning on our Christmas Card Project fundraiser. We're currently sitting at about $3,300. We have hit a little bit of a lull the past few days, which is normal and even expected. I have a few things in the works to help encourage a few more donations and several people in other areas around the state and outside of the state helping to push for donations and participation as well. I know that there are so many opportunities right, to help out there, especially this time of the year, and so many that are asking for donations in fact, my girls are coming home each day asking to, to take more food and money to their school's Christmas drive that they do each year, among other things. So I more than get it. Just know that whatever you can contribute will be greatly appreciated as each donation will go towards a Christmas card of appreciation and love and a gift card to be handed out on Christmas Eve day to people working as well as those that we just feel could use it. You can find the fundraiser on Facebook under my page, Josh Downs or under its own page, The Christmas Card Project. Or you can even Venmo me directly, if that's easiest, at Joshua-Downs. And as always, a big thank you to all of those who have donated. Your donations will make a difference in people's lives and in their hearts on Christmas Eve Day. Now for our Christmas message today. I wanted to start out by telling you a little bit about my brother-in-law who played football for BYU. His name is Toby Christensen, and to this day is one of the best receivers that I've seen play for BYU. You just always knew that if the ball was thrown anywhere around where Toby was, that he'd catch it. He just had those kind of hands. You know, the the kind that you swear were covered in (laughs) stickum or some other kind of glue that would just catch a ball if his hand could just touch it. More than being a good receiver, though, he's an even better giver. Giving of himself to his family, his friends, his church, and his community. And obviously Christmas, this time of year, is all about giving. But today's thought actually isn't about giving. It's about receiving and being a good receiver, which is why I couldn't talk about being a good receiver without acknowledging the best receiver that I know personally, and that's him. (laughs) But the receiving that I like to focus on today isn't necessarily about catching a football. It's about receiving anything that is good that comes our way. President Uchtdorf, leader of my faith, gave a talk many Christmases ago on this very thing, and it's always stuck with me. In his talk, he said, after referencing the joy that is always so evident on children's faces when they're given gifts, especially at Christmas time, that as we get older, however, our ability to receive gifts with the same enthusiasm and grace seems to diminish. Sometimes people even get to the point where they can't receive a gift, or for that matter, even a compliment without embarrassment or feelings of indebtedness. They mistakenly think that the only acceptable way to respond to receiving a gift is by giving back something of even greater value. Others simply fail to see the significance of a gift, focusing only on its outward appearance or its value and ignoring the deep meaning it has to the sincere giver. He then referenced an event that took place during the last night of the Savior's life when the Savior gathered his disciples all around him. They broke bread and he gave them precious final instructions. 
And do you remember that as the meal progressed, Jesus rose then from the table and poured water into a basin and began to wash each of his disciples' feet? And when he came to Simon Peter, the fisherman, he refused, saying, Thou shalt never wash my feet, which I think would be a very typical response from any of us, but of which the Savior gently corrected him, saying, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. President Uchtdorf then mentions that I'm sure Peter thought he had noble reasons for refusing this gift and felt he was doing the right thing, but at that moment, he clearly did not understand the spiritual significance of what Jesus was offering him. He goes on to say that at Christmas time, we talk a lot about giving, and we all know that it's more blessed to give than to receive, but I wonder if sometimes we disregard or even disparage the importance of being a good receiver. He then told a story about the damage that can happen when we fail to be a good receiver. On a Christmas day many years ago, a young girl, he said, received a beautiful beating kit. And the girl's father suggested that she make something for one of her relatives who had assembled for a family party. The girl's face lit up and she went to work creating what she thought would be a perfect gift. She picked out the person that she wanted to make it for, an elderly aunt with an unhappy face and a harsh personality. Perhaps, she thought, if I make her a bracelet, it will make her happy. And so she carefully selected each bead and did her very best to make this special gift for her aunt. When she finally finished, she approached her aunt, handed her the bracelet, and told her that she had designed it and made it just for her. Silence descended on the room as the aunt picked up the bracelet with her finger and thumb as though she were holding a string of slimy snails. She looked at the gift, squinted her eyes, and scrunched up her nose and dropped the bracelet back in the hands of the little girl. She then turned away from her without saying one word and began talking to someone else. He then said this poor little girl blushed with embarrassment and with deep disappointment she quietly walked out of the room. Her parents attempted to console her. They tried to help her understand that the bracelet was beautiful, regardless of her aunt's insensitive reaction. But the little girl couldn't help feeling unhappy every time she thought of this experience. Decades have passed, and the little girl, now an aunt herself, still remembers, with a bit of sadness, that day when her childlike gift was refused. He concluded this story by teaching a great principle, and the principle is this, that every gift that is offered to us, especially a gift that comes from the heart, is an opportunity to build or strengthen a bond of love. When we are good and grateful receivers, we open a door to deepen our relationship with the giver of the gift. But when we fail to appreciate or even reject a gift, we not only hurt those who extended themselves to us, but in some way we harm ourselves as well. He then invites us as we watch the excitement and wonder of children at this time of the year that perhaps we can remind ourselves to rediscover and reclaim a precious and glorious attribute of children, the ability to receive graciously and with gratitude. The Savior said that those who receive all things with thankfulness shall be made glorious and that the fullness of the earth is theirs. In the desire that is very common in all of us to always be the quarterback, throwing and distributing the ball to others, let's not forget how important the receiver is to moving the ball forward on the field of life and to scoring against the opposition. We need both, and we need to be both. Christ, as always, was the perfect example. I can't think of any time he turned down and failed to show appreciation for anything that was given to him or offered to him. Ointment for his feet that could have been sold and used for the poor according to some, 
children's attention that was offered, although he was incredibly busy himself, or faith that was offered to him by a group of friends lowering another friend to him through a roof in the middle of a sermon that he was delivering, or dining with those whom others saw as publicans and sinners. He invites all to come unto him. And the beauty of Christ is that we can have the faith to come to him as we are because he's such a good receiver, receiving all, because all are alike unto God. All are welcome, good, bad, right, wrong, whole, broken, with little sin or much sin. It doesn't matter to him. He receives all. Elder Jeffrey R. Holland, another leader of my faith, once offered this invitation to be received by Christ when he said on one occasion, This is my basic message to each of you tonight, he said, wherever you live, whatever your joys or sorrows, however old or young you may be, at whatever point you may find yourself in this mortal journey of ours, whoever you are and wherever you find yourself as you seek your way in life, I offer you tonight the way and the life. And that wherever else you think you may be going, I ask you to come unto Him as the imperative first step in getting there, in finding your individual happiness and strength and success. The invitation to come to Him is also an invitation to be received by Him. In that light and in our efforts to become like the Master, maybe our ability to receive gifts is more important than we think. So my simple Christmas invitation for you today is to focus on being a good receiver as much as you are a giver to accept each and every gift that comes to you this Christmas and always, regardless of whether it's a grand gesture or a simple expression, with gratitude and appreciation for the gift that was given. doesn't matter if it's a new car or a used golf shirt. There's room for appreciation for each and every gift. And the powerful effect of being a good receiver is as we receive each gift that we're given with love, we'll actually take a step closer to receiving each person that comes into our life the same. It's definitely good to give, but it's just as good to be a good receiver. Just ask all the quarterbacks that threw my brother-in-law, Toby Christensen, a football. (laughs) As President Uchtdorf exclaimed, I also hope that this Christmas and every day of the year, we will consider in particular the many gifts that we've been given by our loving Heavenly Father. I hope we will receive these gifts with the wonder, thankfulness, and the excitement of a child. Now for a fun little Christmas activity to go along with this. Although there is giving that's a part of it, I also see it more as being a good receiver. And I actually got the idea from my sister Josie when I walked up to her house one day and there on the porch was a little basket of bottled water and some goodies. How convenient, I thought. And I remember I picked up a drink and something to munch on. And as I walked into her house, she stopped me and asked, Uh, why are you eating the treats that were meant for the UPS drivers? (laughs) I had missed the sign that was next to it, or maybe I just didn't want to see it. I I don't know, but I love that simple gesture. These delivery drivers are being run ragged this time of year. Think about how many packages you have delivered to just you. Now, times that by everyone on your street, your block, and your neighborhood, and by multiple neighborhoods and even cities. And most of the time, these packages are received rather coldly. We, we can't really show appreciation for the gifts they deliver to us because, well, most of the time we're not there or it's a quick drop-off. So I love the idea of leaving a little snack and some water for those drivers that come to your door as a way of saying, I appreciate you and the gift that you're giving me by bringing all of these packages to me. It's, in my opinion, a way of receiving them warmly instead of coldly. Plus, it's fun for the kids to run out and check and see what's been taken and then to refill it themselves and and just know that with every package delivered, 
that it's been received well. So I invite you to get a little basket, some bottled water, maybe a few treats, have your kids set it up for them. They really will have fun checking it each and every day. And by the way, delivery drivers seem to love Slim Jims and Jack Link's beef sticks. Just, Just an FYI. Well, thanks for listening today and every day, everyone, and for being such good receivers of this simple podcast. I love each and every one of you and am grateful for the gift that you've given me of your time. And I will continue to do my best to receive it with gratitude and thankfulness and to simply appreciate it for what it is. And I guess that's the beauty of giving and receiving, isn't it? You really can't have one without the other. Both are needed to win the game. We need both and we need to be both. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs, and you're listening to the Christmas edition of The Daily Drive.